Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renters and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Yes, what's up, everybody? It is the CBC Wisdom Hour number 125 for Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021, Groundhog Day. I am Steve Wichel in New Orleans. Groundhog Day. Tony B coming to you live from New Jersey. What's happening, brother? Good yes, this is a first for us. We've been doing this uh, podcast called the Wisdom Hour, CBC Wisdom Hour, for a few years now, right? Yeah, at I least. Think. Yeah, we, well, 124 episodes worth. We're, yeah. We weren't, weren't always doing it every week. Uh, but it was audio only, and we decided, hey, we need to get into the to the. the yeah, after three years, we got to get into the twenty first century here, Steve. You <laughs> right. know, I mean, come on, it's only been a little while, you know. And yes, and do it on video, show you guys what we look like, and this way we can make it a more interactive media experience, um, and we can involve you, the listener out there or the watcher. So feel free to ask your questions and leave your comments, and we will. Uh, We'll make you a part of the show too, which is what we always wanted to do. Too. We couldn't take calls before, so now we can kind of take calls. Yeah, we stepped it up. We got staff. We got people manning the phones. We got producers. We're we're big time. Yes, we're, we are big time. And I'm going to put our names up there just so people be like, "Who the hell are these guys?" Um, I didn't realize, but- Steve, your first name is the, the same name as a lot of our crew. The video editing guy's name was Steve. You know, the producer uh, name is Steve. It's it's uncanny. I know it's hard to find people with my name, but I've managed to do it. You and, have and, and hire them. You know, so. yeah, and talented too. Might add, very, very yes, good. I think they are. They should get a raise. In fact, I believe. Uh, <laughs> Talk to the CEO about taking care of. Okay, your- so uh, true to form, 
Chonk hey, is here. Chonk is there. Hello, boy. Chonk is here. He has been an, uh, a diehard listener of the, the the podcast, the audio podcast, and he is also the webmaster for CoverBandSubscribe.com. You know what's great? You just had Chonk's picture up there. Like That's the first time I've ever seen what he looks like. We talk to him really? every week, but I've never seen him. I'm going to show him again. He's he's uh, He was here. Chonk, Chonk was here. It was within the last week it came up on my memories where he was here one year ago. And that's the first time I had met him in person. I, I talked to him a ton of times on like FaceTime and, and Skype and that, um, but I had never met him in person. And it was it was almost exactly a year ago that he was here in New Orleans and he got up on stage and played a, a couple songs with us. Yeah, and, I remember that. Uh, yeah, and then it was soon after that that, uh, that the uh, pandemic came. Yeah, forward. it was right before COVID. Yes. Uh, somebody said, Steve, and uh, just to let you know, we're, we're, uh, we're broadcasting on a thing called StreamYard. And although you're watching it on Facebook, we're using StreamYard. And there's a little link in the description there. Just click on that link and, and let StreamYard share your name so I know who you are, who is shouting my name. Yes, it's, and uh, it's we can show you up on the screen. So we're here for an hour. Uh, we got some stuff to do, so, some stuff to talk about, yeah. um, some stuff to show you. And we're going to pl- have a little fun, too, in, in the Caravan Central group. Uh, we're going to go through some of your videos that you've posted in the group. And we're going to both watch them for the first time. And we're going to give you our feedback on those videos. That sounds like fun, right, Tony? It's good stuff, yeah. Um, Now, this Facebook user said drinking all the beer, and now I know who that is. Even though he didn't put his name, I know who that is. So now you know. I know who would say that to me. And I'm not going to say his name because I want him to follow the rules and show his name so we can show his name to the world and his picture. That's right. that's, that's, That's how we do this. We don't play into these games, you know. If you want to be incognito, then you'll just remain incognito. That's right. We'll show your comments. But I'm not we'll gonna, show your comments, but we won't acknowledge who you are. I'm not going to acknowledge who that is. No. Nope. Um, so uh, just to give everybody a quick kind of background of what this is, like why is this called the Wisdom Hour? What, what, what does that get? And what's with the spelling? You guys have a dictionary or what? Yeah. Um, Tony and I have been friends for a long time. We used to play in a band together in uh, around 2004, 2005. And uh, we became, uh, uh, Tony's a drummer, I'm a a bass player. And uh, uh, we became instant friends and uh, locked in really tight in the band. And- uh, Oh yeah, times. Yeah, and after, after, I think it was after the band's run, or me in the band anyway, uh, you, uh, Tony was taking, or giving drum lessons on Monday nights and he would have about an hour drive home and he would call me and we would just, you know, chat. And we would always kind of come up with these little nuggets of wisdom and, and just stuff, to, uh, usually involving the music industry, but but just stuff. And then after, and then there was a weekly thing. And after a while, I think you were the one that dubbed it the Wisdom Hour. Yes, yeah, sharing wisdom, right? Wisdom! Right. That was and, our, uh, our original theme song before Jared came up with the real theme song. Yes. And... Uh, so we were doing that for, for quite a while. And then I moved to New Orleans and uh, uh, then Tony visited New Orleans and uh, got up and jammed with us too. And uh, I was saying, Hey, we should start a podcast. And then we did. And at first it was just a CBC podcast. And we said, we should just call it the wisdom hour because that's our thing. So there you have right. it. it was basically duplicating the conversations we would have on those Monday night drives from talking about everything, just running the gamut. And like you said, we coined it wisdom because we used to laugh about it and say, man, you know, there's a lot of wisdom in this conversation. 
you know, being half-heartedly mocking ourselves, you know? Exactly. But, but we did we, talk about a lot of, you know, pertinent things that were related to bands and music and some epiphanies and, you know, conundrums that we would discuss and then come up with solutions, whether it was something I was facing or you were facing or a band-related thing, you know? And then, like you said, we just decided to take it and say, uh, let's, let's bring it to the masses and call it the Wisdom Hour. And here we are, Steve, 125 episodes later, and we're finally on video. We're finally on video, and we're going to be doing this every week, every Tuesday night, 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. So if you want to tune in. Uh, somebody else just said, nice job, brother, heart, fire. And I, again, I don't know who you are. Um, <clears throat> Marianne said, there's a theme song. And yes, Marianne, you missed the beginning. <laughs> Um, so come back at the end, so stick around. And it'll be at the end, so stick around. Also, you'll be able to hear it on the replay, so once it's done. And yeah. this is going to be up on YouTube, and uh, it's also going to be – the audio version is still going to be with our podcasts. So if you want to go back and listen to the first 124 episodes, this will be there too. You know, That's a thing you can do if you have some free time. But we'll give you uh, links to all of that. <laughs> If you have 124 hours of your time, and you really don't know what to do it yourself, certainly go check out. Yes, um, you could do that. So um, I would be remiss if I did not start with this, and you don't know about this either, Tony. But uh, um, oh, Do tell, uh, Steve, do tell. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not great news. Uh, lost a good friend uh, Sunday morning, passed away. Um, somebody who uh, I've known for, for most of the time that I've been here and here, here in New Orleans. He's a drummer. And uh, we were roommates for a while. We were bandmates for quite a while, too. And, uh, you know, just a, a big part of this Bourbon Street, New Orleans community. Um, and I'm just going to bring his picture up. Jason Mosley um, passed away on Sunday after a bout with cancer. Um, he had a, a brain tumor uh, and he was dealing with it for a couple of years. And he was only in his mid-30s, man, um, just just way too young to go. But I want to dedicate this to Jason and, um, you know, everybody who knew him, and uh, especially his wife, Becca, who has just been an angel uh, taking care of him for the last couple of years. And, uh, uh, Jason, I love you, man, and I hope you're going to see this in heaven wherever you are. But I know wherever you are is, is you're going to be – you're definitely at more, more peace than – then you were, you know, struggling through that sickness. But um, Jason was uh, uh, one of the best drummers I've ever known and played with and one of the best musicians. Uh, he, he was a great vocalist. Uh, he was great at arranging vocals. He was just a great musician. He understood music. And uh, he worked his ass off, too. And he also was uh, had some demons that he had to battle, and he, he had the balls to face up to them. Um, more, much more than anybody else I've ever known in my life, uh, where where he faced them head on and took it like a man and got past it. Uh, and that was, you know, five or six years ago that that happened. So um, uh, that's it. You know, I just want to dedicate this to Jason and, and uh, um, I'm going to miss him. He was a great guy. Um, yeah, it's way too, life cut way too short, man. Yeah. So, so Jason. Gotcha, brother. He he was around when I, I first toast to Jason. Yes, let's let's toast. We do have some some beverages here. Clink. Uh, I'm drinking some vino. Some uh, um, Pinot Pinot Grigio. Um, and Jason was around too when I first started Cover Band Central. We were roommates then, 
uh, shortly after I had started it. So he was he was kind of part of the the organic uh, beginning of this. He was he was around for it, and he was a a, a group member when I first started it. He he was one of the. I think I remember when you you were roommates with him. That was um, what was that? Two thousand thirteen, maybe. Should I play the theme? Twelve. It was uh, 2014. 2014, okay. 2014, yeah. Um, so those were good times. We uh, we lived in a house. It was a bunch of musicians, a bunch of different musicians living in the same house. And uh, we actually would rehearse there too. And uh, Jason, I, one of the things I did with Jason was play in a tribute band. We did a, a, a tribute show, which was a part. We did a Bon Jovi set and we did a Journey set. Um, and it was, uh, we play a couple different places, but the one that was the most memorable was Six Flags Over Texas in, in, uh, leave it in Houston or da- uh, Dallas, Fort Worth area. Um, and Six Flags Over Texas in Texas, <laughs> in Texas, imagine that. But you know, amusement park, it was, it was super cool, big stage, lights. There was this huge carousel behind us. Um, and, uh, we rehearsed our butts off for that show and we rehearsed it while we were we were roommates living in that house and uh it was great i was watching some of the video uh yesterday and i would play it here now but the audio isn't that great so i don't want to do that but um but the band was tight i mean we we really rehearsed a lot and we we did well with it so a lot to be said for when you have all the you know guys living in the same house together especially rhythm section you know And, and it's not just you know the musical involvement on stage, but it's actually the personal interaction and the tightness and the bonds that you develop, you know, by hanging out with, with the same people for, you know, extended periods of time. You know, I can remember being early on in original bands and we didn't live in the same house, but we used to rehearse three or four times a week and then play out every weekend. So we were hanging around with the same guys, you know, four or five nights a week, you know, sometimes six. And when you, you're, you're in a rhythm of seeing everybody every day and especially we were rehearsing every day you know, the band just became a machine, you know, it became super tight and everyone mm-hmm. had great camaraderie and, you know, not that there was any shortage of arguments and, you know, like a family or brothers, you know, we would battle about things, but usually musical, you know, opinions about things. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's a great experience to, you know, when you're, when you're in it, you take it for granted kind of, right? Because you look back now and say, man, what a great time. But at the time, the moment in time when it was happening, you know, it was just, it was what was going on at the time, right? You don't really think of it that way. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever really taken anything completely for granted here. I've always been very appreciative of the opportunities, opportunities I've had, but I know what you mean. I mean, you kind of get used to it, get into a sort of complacency thing. Um, and, but I, I was, I was always very grateful for, for definitely for Jason for playing with him because any drummer like yourself that I've played with who I respect and I I think is, uh, you know, really solid at their, their craft um, is a joy for me to play with as a bass player. Um, So he was a joy to play with. He was a little, he was a little intense, you know, he was that kind of guy, but I also like that in a drummer. I like a drummer who's like, who's driving. Yeah. He's driving the truck. Yeah, you got to be driving. You can't be a passenger when you're a drummer, you know? Right. Marianne said she loves it when bass and drums lock in so tight you can read each other's minds. And, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's I mean, you feel it. It's it's even more than reading minds. You just feel feel the other person, 
Yeah, you get on a frequency, you know, it's almost a spiritual thing, you know, where you're you're locked in and you're really not thinking about things, but just the intuition, you know, you're not doing it with the purpose of saying, let me listen to what Steve's playing so I can, you know, lock into it. It's just, you know, you're organically just creating music and at the same time you're doing this, you know, the same things. It's like you said, it's a mindset where it's hard to explain unless you've experienced it. And, you know, a lot of musicians have. But for, you know, a lot of non-musicians, they don't understand really what that, that zone is, you know, and how you could, because as an individual, you can be in the zone, you know, for a lot of things, right? Sports and, but it's like when the team is in the zone or when the band is in the zone or when the rhythm section's in the zone, you know, you're engaging multiple people, multiple personalities, multiple beings, you know? Right. Absolutely. Um, it's a great, beautiful place to be. Um, and it just this reminded me of this, and I'm going to show this on the screen just because you uh, mentioned this word. And I, I did put the link in the description for this, but uh, I don't even know if you're aware of this. But uh, just out today um, is the follow-up to the music lesson. Victor Wooten's book came out, and it's called The Spirit of Music. And uh, uh, excellent music yeah. lesson, great book. Love yeah. That book. Yeah, I put the link in the description. Anybody wants to grab This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. Blech. And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty. Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. I have this book and I highly recommend it for anybody. You just click on that link and you can get yourself a copy. Um, it, yeah, the, the, the music lesson, the original book that he wrote is, uh, is like a parable. It's a story about, it's a fictional story about a guy who, who, uh, has these adventures and it's all kind of music related. And even though Victor Wooten's a bass player, um, anybody who plays music can relate to that story. And I watched, he did a Facebook live last night, Victor Wooten did. And um, he was talking about the release of the book, talking about the book and talking about it, just different stories. It was really cool. And he just, you know, he said, it's basically a continuation of the music lesson with a lot of the same characters and some new characters. And it's really in the same vein. So um, I highly recommend it. It's, I, I, the, the, I mean, remember when we first, discover that book be you and me that was before we were doing this oh yeah it was way before the podcast but it was still part of our wisdom hour monday night talks because i i was still teaching uh at, at rockaway at richie's when um when that book came out and i'm you know i still have it you know in paperback right it was when you actually had a book physical book that you could hold in your hands and read and uh yeah, it was a great book and it, you know I didn't aggressively read it like to try and blast through it in a week but it probably took me a month to read it you know at my leisure but, uh, you know, I, I consistently kept up with it so that I could – because it was very engaging. Like you could find yourself reading several chapters, you know, and then having to put it down. It was that type of read, and it wasn't – you know, it was engaging. You know, I'll say that. It kept your attention, and it was – at least as a musician, you know, it was a very interesting topic, and it was cool the way he intertwined the story, you know? Yeah, and he said uh, – he played some of the audio book, a couple of clips of the audio book last night too – and I'll probably get the, the physical book and the audiobook because the audiobook clips are cool. Like most audiobooks or nonfiction ones anyway that you listen to is just one narrator, you know, talking through the whole thing. But he has a bunch of different people playing the characters on the audiobook. So it's 
pretty cool. I don't know if other fiction books are like that. because I've Oh, so when the character in the book speaks, he has a different person actually speaking. Yeah, yeah. That's hip. That's cool. Yeah. I don't, I've never listened to a fiction book on audio books, so I don't know if that's the case for every audio book or fiction books. But, but yeah, very cool. So you can uh, click on that link in the description and get that book. And it's um, out today, you said, right? Just came out today, yeah. Yeah, um, check it out. What a coincidence. That came out today, and it's our first video, Wisdom Hour. Is it a coincidence? There are no uh, coincidences, Steve. Exactly. You know? um, yes. So um, generally, when we do this podcast, we kind of recap stuff that happened over the last week, if anything in particular music-related happened. Yep. And, and we, just, we, ju- we don't really have an agenda, mostly. You know, there's usually things I want to talk about, but we kind of wing it. So we're kind of winging it today. It's not scripted, but we have guidelines of things. You know, we want to touch on a lot of things. It's not just about music, too. You know, I mean, the Wisdom Hour was born of inspiration and positivity and and law of attraction and, you know, doing the right thing and, and engaging life in a positive way. Yes. You know, and how that spills over into music and how we can leverage that in not only in our daily lives, but with our interactions with our bands and our musician friends and other people that we've mentored. You know, in the beginning, we, we had a lot of forums with the bands coming for questions, you know, because this was also born of a need for, hey, you know, we've both been doing this for 20, 30 years and we have a lot of experience, good or bad or indifferent, right? that we can share with people. So if you, you know, bands that were just starting out or, you know, we used to, so we can revisit a lot of those things now that we have video means, right. You know, to touch back on those things and some of those early bands and see where they're at, you know, three, four years later from when they were saying, Hey, Steve and Tony, we're, we're thinking about forming this band and we, we've got to line up together and, you know, what are some ideas for some songs and what are some, some, you know, things that we should be paying attention to. And it, it was cool to see it go from, you know, those guys running ads in the paper and p- assembling their band to then having a successful band out, you know, pre-COVID, of course, but gigging regularly, you know, and, and, and making income from it and, and having a presence on Facebook and a website and Instagram. And, you know, it's good stuff. Yeah, we did end up mentoring a couple bands in the beginning. And uh, one of them, I, I guess one of them was Dan, right? Uh, uh, was it Clanky Lincolns, right? Yeah, Clanky Lincolns. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So Dan, Dan uh, Ray, he has his own podcast too with Adam Johnson of, uh, and it's called Cover Band Confidential, and they've been doing it on video f- since they started, I think, and they're they're like way past us as far as episodes are concerned. So, but uh, we'll we'll be having guests on this show too. So I think we'll probably end up reaching out to Dan and Adam and see if they oh, yeah. come on and do a do a whole uh, a, a, a mashup of Cover Band of CBCs, Cover Band Confidential, Cover Band Central. That's right crashing together in one live extravaganza it's a cover band central confidential baby that's right extravaganza. <laughs> um so one of the things i wanted to do uh, and we tony and i talked about this last week and and we were thinking uh in that vein of of you know kind of trying to give feedback to other bands we were gonna uh go out and ask you guys to submit some videos to see if we wanted to uh, to look at them and give our feedback, but I didn't do that. And I, the reason is I want this to be as organic as possible. And I want to include the cover band central group in this because it's a very, very active group and right. people post videos in there every day. And I, I don't always get to watch them to be 
honest. I, I, there's so much that I do in this Cover Band Central universe. I don't get to engage with every single post. But since we have this time and we came up with this idea. That's right. Um, Tony and I, we're going to we're, we're just going to scroll through the Cover Band Central group and see what's there. And and we're not going to uh, censor this. So like whatever video comes up, we're going to watch it and we're going to give you our feedback and you can watch it along with us. So um, it doesn't matter what it is. So we're just going to go scroll. As soon as we see a video, we're watching it. And are we watching like 20 to 30 seconds of it, right? Well, let's kind of play that by ear. You know, because otherwise, you know, how are we going to get through the 50 that you want to get to? I don't want to do 50. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, Chonk said he likes, he definitely likes the live format. It was always live for Chonk, but I guess he yes, it was, but now it's, now it's super live. He means the live video. I think. Yeah, super yeah. live. We are super live. live. We are super live. Okay. So here we go on a little adventure through the Cover Band Central Facebook group, which you may be watching on right now. If you're on the Cover Band Central page, go join the group. Please guide us, Steve. Join the group. It's it's uh, it's 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 a it's a thing. Hey, when do the commercials come in? Do we know that, or is it? It's There's free? no commercials. We're doing this commercial free. Our first hour episode is commercial free. Excellent. Except for the Victor Wooten book thing, it's commercial free. But you're I, yeah, but you're also promoting that because we've read his previous books, and it's something that we would talk about during Wisdom Hour privately. So we're presenting it to the the masses to say, Hey, this is a good, you know, a good book and a good read. Um, that is correct. You know, without the looking for car insurance, Steve's car insurance can help you today. Butting in when we're in, you know, in the middle of important wisdom. Exactly. Not, not good. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. What, what do you got? Roll them. All right. So here we go. We're going to share the, I'm sharing the screen. Can you see it, Tony? I can see it. Okay, I'm going to refresh this. I wish this little sidebar wasn't here because on the admin, the sidebar thing is here, and and it's a, Facebook doesn't give you a way to like move. Wait, oh yes, it does. Hide menu. Talk to your people about that, Steve. Come on. See their wisdom. I just discovered that it wasn't there before. I'm going to tell you. All right, this is the Cover Band Central group on Facebook. So let's see what we got. All right, first video. This has been up for a little while, and let's see some comments. Somebody said nice. So let's read what she says here. She says, hey, friends, who who here plays in a grunge slash alternative rock bands or bands that add that material to their set? Unfortunately, I found that throwing in some of the 90s grunge alternative rock material into two of my band's sets has created some lulls in the vibe, especially in, dare I say, older style crowds. Mm-hmm. But even in venues with mixed age groups, which is disappointing since I have a special place in my heart for the genre. Curious to see what other people experience this or if anyone has successful bands dedicated to covering grunge alternative rock from the 90s. We'd love to see what you do and what types of venue you play at. Uh, I tend to make some theatrical covers, or so told, so of grunge alternative rock songs. Here's the most recent one, Glycerine by Bush. So let's see. Can you see the video? Yeah, so hang on. Before you even start the video, okay, just going from the commentary that inserting some of these songs creates a lull in the set. I think okay. that Glycerine is a very sleepy song. So I could see it, you know, bringing the energy down because it's a very mellow tune. I agree with that. You know, it's not like breaking out Foo Fighters or something, high energy. Yes, Glycerine, if you're going to play it live, Glycerine is a little sleepy. So, all right, let's, but let's watch her version and see what we got. Okay. Sure. 
This is Gene and B. They're a cover of Glycerine by Bush. performance yeah well she had to start it singing an octave above the normal melody because she's a girl i guess and she can't hit that that, that low uh gavin rossdale singer bush sang <clears throat> i would have liked to see her keep it up in that that range you know to keep it up in that range because once she went hit, hit the, the days go by she she went down instead yeah. of going back up to that so that would be nice to hear but as as far as the video itself is concerned, it's cool. It's a studio shot. You have a couple different camera angles, and uh, you know, yeah, it's got movement. She got a good voice, so she could probably definitely pull it off in in that octave. You know, in yeah, yeah. So that's not bad. It's a good entry. Uh, but I agree with you as far as the song choice is concerned. Uh, it's a little sleepy. That song. So yeah, unless you metalized it into something where you had a you know other more mellow tunes you know yes. and you could segue into that right yes but uh you know I, I think three or four minutes of that you know unless you unless people are really fans and they're you know standing out front with their lighters up you know it's probably going to be a buzzkill yeah i'm gonna agree all right so let's let's continue let's see what, what else we got okay this is a video of s some tv show so we're going to skip that this is the link to what you're watching here. I can see your comments. Hey, power. These guys are dope. See, there's Jared Fink saying, nice job, brother. Jared is the one who wrote the theme song. Yes. Um, so we got a lot of memes. Okay, here's a cut. This says, cover of Handle with Care, British-American supergroup Traveling Wilburys, Harrison, Lynn, Dylan, Orbison, and Tom Petty, covered by The Waiting, dash, uh, uh, The Waiting, I guess is the name of the band. Yes, performed by the waiting. Fun was had by all. So let's see what we got. This is a uh... okay. That's that's running down a dream. <laughs> it's right off the bat, you've got <laughs> the waiting presents a different video than what they're describing. Yeah, I mean, this is run. All right, hang on. this is running down a dream. That's yes, the name of the song, and they wrote "Handle with Care." So I don't understand that. And I mean, I'll resume it for a second, but I, I have a feeling this is, oh no, wait. Okay, we're getting something else. Oh, wait. Oh, okay, that was just the intro. All right, here we go. Very tricky, the waiting. 
shot down But you're the best thing that I've ever found And the me will care Situation tolerable Reputation changeable Baby, you're adorable And only with care All right. Um, a, li a little quick tempo-wise, but keeping it upbeat. I, I, do, you know, do you know that song? I don't know that song. I do know that song, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that song. It's uh, It was a, li a little, you know, a, a couple BPM fast, but I think that's better than slow, right, in the situation. And quite the stage setup they have there in someone's living room to uh well no it looks like a big stage they got this big screen in the yeah, background. Yeah, all kinds of backgrounds with lights that look like forest like trees and kind of mushroomy and trippy a little trippy uh which is yep. cool and they look like uh you know they're guys in their 50s yeah maybe, maybe 60s that are playing music they like it's hard to say if that was a live venue like a gig but they or got the, look, just... the fedoras and the hats and the Wilburys kind of vibe. Yeah, so so pretty good. I would I, I would dispense with that long intro. Um, and uh, let me. I don't... Well, that's the deceiving part, right? Because people click on it and it's like, oh, this is running down a dream, and then Brown got to click to the next one. Yeah, that's so... that's, that's the peril there, right? Because if you're not right out of the gate presenting what it is that you're you're advertising, then people might like we did think it's the wrong thing and move on. Right. Yeah, when it comes to videos, you've got to capture people's attention right away. Oh yeah, or else they're they're out. Um, so I would, if if those folks are watching this broadcast, I would say dispense with that that the whole intro thing and just get right into the. the and that means next week, Steve. You know, you want to capture people's attention. That means right out of the gate, you got to do some crazy stuff and get people. Dude, I made a theme. Or I didn't make the theme. I made the the intro thing. The montage. The, yeah, that. Jared wrote the theme. Right. Okay. Any applause for you, Steve? I know it was a lot of work. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. So onward. Let's let's see what, what's next. All right. So we got some memes. All right. This guy. See, he, this guy posts a lot here. <laughs> what is and he? he's he, he's calling himself the unknown guitarist. Okay. And I do. I have some stuff to say about this because okay. I've been I've been meaning to to mention to this guy because he i think he'd send me a message once i haven't seen this guy yet so i can't wait the unknown guitarist he sent he sent an, an actual uh submission for for the uh, hang on a second i'm gonna come back to you he's he sent a submission for i, I do a video of the week every week for government central and we i put it up on mondays and he sent a submission for a video of the week and it was a video with him with that bag on his head and he's, he's like, Steve, how can I become more popular? And you're like, I mean, he's, no one he's, knows. he's a guitar player. And so this guy for the, for the audio, for the podcast audience is wearing a, a brown paper bag on his head with the eye holes cut out, just like the unknown comic from the seventies. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to put this back up. Um, you got to ask me, is it the same bag or does he have different bags for different <sighs> Well, he has. If you see it close, you'll see it close when I start this video. It's the bag he's using is a McDonald's bag, 
I'm a, like a McDonald's carryout brown. I it's endorsed by McDonald's. I don't think so, but it, because it's upside down, so it looks like a W. Um, but he's <laughs> but he's calling himself the unknown guitarist, mm-hmm. and and I watched this video, and I'm like, this cat can play, man. And I I have I have an issue with him calling himself the unknown guitarist because I think it's not very original. He's just he's just and somebody else put this gif here of the gong show unknown unknown comic right unknown comic so there's nothing original about doing this you're taking you're basically ripping off this guy and even though it was like 40 years ago it's still like this guy in my opinion this guy six strings the unknown guitarist is way too good to be using some cheap gag like this but i'm gonna let you judge No sound. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Hang on. I got to see when I keep going back and forth, I forget to share the audio. I knew we were going to have a technical glitch. That's okay. Steve, just like I said, just reach over and say, Earl, turn that up. Thanks. Yeah. Earl. All right. Here we go. Oh, wait. Now there's no audio. Okay. Got a bag over the head, So that doesn't really show his his abilities in there. He's just playing the rhythm of that song, but he can play. Like the video he sent me, he was playing a solo, and he is it perfect. His feel was awesome. His tone was great. Everything. So um, yeah, Chunk is saying a buckethead clone, which is kind of a similar thing. Buckethead yep. was like you know doing the unknown comic thing, but at least Buckethead came up with a different name and a different shtick. It was something on his head, but it wasn't a bag. It was a bucket. And that guy's bag with the upside down M looks like a U because half the M is missing. So he may be doing that for the U for the unknown guitarist. That's a good point. We got to ask him that. Maybe we'll get him on the show and reveal. You know what? Maybe I'll get him on the show. I'm going to talk talk him into changing his shtick and we're going to get him on the show and he's going to reveal live. A kiss unmasked. Yeah. That's that's my mission. So anybody knows this guy, tell him that's what I want to do. I want to have him on the show and have the big reveal and change his whole persona because he's really good. Live for the first time in public on the Wisdom Hour, the unknown guitarist. I think we can do that. I think we can definitely do it. Okay. All right. So, have your people contact his people, Steve. Okay. So moving on. And again, this is – okay, that's – yeah. <laughs> This is completely random. Uh, somebody just put up a TV Brothers, but I'm not. I want to see performances by you guys, not yes, not by famous people. All right. Um, this is Sasquatch video. Nils London says we did a cover of "Walking the Dog." Hope you enjoy it. Um, his name is uh, Function. Oh, I don't know how to say that. S T H L M. Stolthum. 
<laughs> functions to the full. We'll just call them FS for short. Oh, uh, boy. Okay. Um, Function Junction. Let's hear it. All right. Well, I see if I do it, YouTube, this is a, this is a thing now. So I have to, because you're only seeing. I'm the, only seeing the page right now. The Facebook thing. So I have to, I have to do this. Then I have to do this. Then I have to do this. Then I have to Listen, do this. I know it's then, the first episode, but if Earl can't get it together faster, Steve, you got to find somebody else, dude. All right, here we go. Functions with a cover of Walking the Dog. Rufus Thomas cover. Are you telling me you can't hear it? I didn't tell you that, but I was waiting for you to see if it was... I I I tried I tried to, I tried to do it too quickly and I, I screwed it too up too quickly. Earl, you're not earning your keep, brother. <laughs> All right, share audio. Here we go. There, share. All right, here we go. Function. Function. All right, I'm going to skip ahead just because I want to get to this guy playing here. So here we go. All right. That's so pretty. He was jamming with no cable. He was jamming with no cable, and it was snowing. It was actual snow falling, so it was outside. Um, and the first part of that video was a little literal. It was just somebody walking a dog in the snow. The dog could have been walking the person, too. Maybe. You know? Um, well, the song is called Walking the Dog, so. That's what they were doing. And uh, I do like the name Function. I don't know about uh, F-U-N-K-T-I-O-N, Function. That's pretty function. cool. But S-T-H-L-M, I don't – I just don't um, know how to say that. Function uh, Slum. But the performance itself sounded good. Uh, you know, the, the guitar sounded good. The vocals sounded good. And, you know, they, they were trying to go for a little concept video action there. So yeah, The uh, Batman, bam. The bam, yeah, the, the little burst. Yeah. Um, by the way, if you're listening to this on the podcast that you like you normally would, you can see this whole video. Um, if you go to our, the Cover Band Central YouTube channel, it will be up. Uh, by the time you hear this, it will be up there. And it's also on the Cover Band Central Facebook page and in the Cover Band Central Facebook group. So you can see the video if you're curious to see what this looks like. Um, 
Hey, okay. listen, these are all great videos because these people are, are putting out their stuff, you know, like they're, they're, they have the confidence and the, the enjoyment of doing it. And then they're sharing with everybody. So well, like it or not, you know, they're, they're, they're doing it. Yeah. But before you say they're all great, let's, I, I didn't say that. You I, did say that. No, no, I did not say that. You can rewind. Hang on. <laughs> Steve, like I was saying, was you know these people are all should be very proud of their accomplishments because they're actually posting their stuff. Yes, and they should be good, bad, proud. or indifferent. Should be very proud of themselves. Yes, so, they should be. Okay, let's. Who are we for well, yeah, but we will. All right, let's continue. Let's see what we got. What do you think about this? Drum machines are better than people drums. That probably caused some controversy here in the in the group. 534 reactions, 952 comments. Well, people drums is probably a lot different than drummers, so we can let that one slide. Okay. People drum might be like someone going, like drumming on themselves. Like you can't, you can't drum on people. Of course, a drum machine is better than people drumming. Well, well, you can drum on. Come on, I know, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, this is looks like. Okay, they're called Foreign Journey, so I guess they are a foreigner slash Journey tribute. (laughs) I thought maybe they were a jury tribute band from overseas. <laughs> I, they could be, but I'm judging by the the font that they're using in their yes. logo. Yes. They use the foreigner font and the journey font. Maybe it's a mashup. And they have uh, the, this cover is, I guess, When You Love a Woman, which I, I don't know if I even know that song, do I? Uh, it's a journey song, apparently because it says it's written by Steve Perry, Neil Sean, and Jonathan Cain. Um, let's see. Uh, this is Peter Frankiscon. <laughs> Frankiscon. Franciscon. I don't know. I'm sorry, Peter. <laughs> sorry, Peter. He's completely butchering your last name. All right. I have a feeling I didn't show the audio. I go by Tony B. I have a feeling Easier. I didn't show the audio, so i got to go back and do this. It's Peter F. You know, I, I wish StreamYard would not have to make me check another box to show the audio. There's okay. got to be a way around that. There's a workaround for everything. Steve. All right. But let's check out Peter Franksicon. Peter F. Franksicon. Foreign Journey. Peter F. And Foreign Journey doing When You Love Me. Oh, it's very loud. There it is. Okay. (laughs) 
this, the green screen background is like a church or a cathedral of some sort. And I don't know if it's just coincidence that the drummer is dressed like a monk. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Or, or that's just, I mean, the guy's got a great voice. So, you know, definitely. He does have a good voice. They, they, they used a green screen background with odd images. Yes. For, and for, I'm not a fan of electronic drums, you know. I just not not as not as your primary kit, you know. Right. Sound uh, electric. But yeah. big, it sounded big and produced, and like I said, it wasn't. You know, like I said, the guy had a great voice. They were they were they're all good musicians, obviously. You know. Yeah. I, I think that the <laughs> the background and the that the whole theatrics of the thing adds a little bit of an element of intrigue to it, where you might watch the whole thing through. So, you know, kudos to that, right? Because you've engaged the listener and they're going to probably watch it to the end. So okay, mission accomplished. And I, I did recognize that song once it kind of got into it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know the song. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Guy's good voice. Uh, you know, video production wise, uh, there's a little to be desired. It's just showing single musicians in with different green screen backgrounds and all sort of uh, epic cathedral type of. But, but again, think Roman about architecture. And- <laughs> Think about how much time it takes to produce something like that. You know what I mean? So I know. It, it is a, a huge undertaking, you know, to do it. So again, I guess on your, you're limited in your capacity by how much time and how much help you have doing it. You know, if it's only one guy putting that all together, you know, that's, it's, it's an undertaking. Like I said, so, I mean, I'm always interested to see the different levels of, um, not detail, but like the levels of, production right that you see in some of these videos like because some of them are really heavy you know production and some of them are just real you know let me put an iphone up and just jam yes um chonk just uh, this made me laugh a throwback to spinal tap chonk just said he was waiting for his tiny stone hedge to come in (laughs) which okay is appropriate for that yeah spinal tap reference and also uh, foreign journey, you know, maybe they're, they're, they're overseas in like Italy and they're inside, you know, they might be, yeah, they are foreign journey. You know? So I'd like to hear some of their foreigner. It's probably, probably yeah. good. all right. So, uh, all right. Uh, we got a time for a couple more. So let's, uh, make sure I click share audio this time. Yes. Yeah, we got, we got a lot of other stuff to get to Steve. We got to make sure we uh, give ourselves time, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. So next one is the same guy. So he's, he's multi-posting. This is Peter F. again? It's Peter F. So we'll just, and it says Hellgate Arena Rock Tribute Victim of Changes. So this is a whole different, so maybe this guy, I don't know if this guy is in the band. Yeah, that's that's the singer. Yeah, that's the singer from that last clip. So so he has uh, Victim of Changes, which is a Judas Priest song. And I guess the name of the band is either Hellgate or Arena Rock Tribute. Or I guess the name of the band is Hellgate. And they did an arena rock tribute show, I'm gonna guess. All right, let's just see what Victor McCoy just sounds like. This is a long video, so we'll only watch a little bit.
All right, I'm just going to stop right there because that audio is alive. It's yeah, that's the thing, people. Right? Like we 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 talked about this, Steve. I'll watch a crappy video with great sound any day over a great video with crappy sound. You know, the sound quality is so important to engaging the listener because if it sounds like an AM radio, you're not going to watch it for more than thirty seconds. Right, and it is music after all, which is sound. So. Yeah. You want exactly. to kind of sound so good. Right. And uh, again, if you were playing this to a non-viewing audience, you know, on, on the audio portion of the podcast, it'd be very hard to get through it, you know, because you wouldn't yes. have any, any video to, to bolster it. You know, you would just simply be hearing the audio. And if it's atrocious, it's, it's not good. Which is one of the reasons I stopped it early to save you yeah. guys who are listening to the audio podcast. Because yeah. um, visually it looks okay, but it's, um, you know, it's a live show and somebody was shooting with a camera and, Looks yeah. like they got the, captured the audio on that camera. So depending on where they were standing, is you know what what would be most prominent in the audio. So listen, before we run out of time, let's talk about. Wait, stuff. we have one. Let's let's do one more, and then one more. We could do one more. One more. Come on, I want to find a really killer one. Let's see what we got. All right. So this is the same guy. He's just post like crazy. Okay, this is a Paul Stanley cover. That's one I posted. All right, come on, people, where are your videos? All right, this looks like a perfect one to end on. This is Richard Conover. (laughs) Super colorful. And this looks like it might be a live stream. And he wrote Gypsy Blue tonight. Yeah, Richard Conover was live. Jamfest TV, Listening Room Series, Gypsy Blue. And he posted his live stream here. And again, I am not positive that I clicked the audio tab. So I don't, I, I, yeah, I got to get in the habit of that. That's a pain. Okay, here we go. Richard Conover, what do you got? All right, he's live. And here's the thing, kids. If you're doing a live stream and you click live and there's nobody on the screen, then people are going to click off. You got to make sure you're ready to go once you click live. But this, is he at Elton John's house or something? Where is that? I don't know. But this video is only two minutes and 35 seconds long. So I, I have a feeling that nothing really happens here. Oh, here room he is. to dance here if you want to. And great seats that are right, right here next to the performer. So come on out tonight. Okay. So this is a, wait, this is a video. He's promoting a show. He's not even performing. <laughs> Come on down, plenty of seats, man. <laughs> plenty of social distance seats for you to come and hang out in. All right. So that'll do it for this this week of our, our video review. But we might make a habit of this, do some video reviews every week. So if you want your video review on our show, send an email to Steve at coverbandcentral.com. I'll put that up on the screen. I believe I have it. SteveRecoverBandCentral.com. Send your submission, and uh, if you'd like us to review your video on the show next week or or one of the times we do it, we'd be happy to. Super professional, man! You got all kinds of stuff popping up and on I, the screen. I'm, I mean, I'm not screwing around. Impressed. This is this is real deal. This is big time. Yes. Uh, all right. So, what else did you want to talk about? Do you had something else? No. Well, you had you had gigged this past weekend, right? So, oh, I want yeah. to talk about. The, yes. the the state of affairs on the current scene, you know? Yes, I played on Saturday night. It was a, uh, at a, a local bar 
uh, outside of New Orleans, outside of the city in Metairie. And the gig was actually outdoors. It was on uh, a, you know, a makeshift stage there that was covered. It was a pretty good sized stage. And uh, the weather was absolutely gorgeous on Saturday. It was like upper 60s, low 70s when we were playing light breeze. It was just beautiful out. And uh, I haven't played, um, I, you know, for those who don't know, I broke my arm in, in July or June. Um, I had surgery in July and, and uh, I've only since COVID since March, I've only played five gigs up until Saturday. Um, so I haven't been playing bass a lot, you know, on account of my arm. So the last gig I played was about a month ago, uh, a little before Christmas. So a little more than a month ago. And uh, I really literally did have not picked up my bass since then. And I was like, uh, my singer asked us to go over a couple songs. So then Friday night, I picked up my bass for no more than 10 minutes and went over a couple songs. And that was it. I didn't practice or nothing. And I was like, but you were playing Beast Suburban, right? Same Beast Suburban is my band. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook. Um, But I was a little nervous. I'm thinking, like, am I, can, can I really, you know, without, you know, practicing, can I get up there and play and, and be okay? And uh, I was just in, in such a great mood. And the guys that were doing sound, there were two guys doing sound and they were both super cool. Uh, one, at least John Aber is his name is a member of the cover band central group. So what's up, John, if you're watching. And uh, I didn't know that. I, I, I don't think I had ever met him in person, but he mentioned shortly after we met that night that he was a member of CBC and the other guy's name was Dave. I'm, I don't know his last name. Both super cool guys, both very professional sound guys, top notch. Um, you know, just just set us up perfect. And you know, we I did my line checks. We did a, a full band sound check, and it sounded great. And uh, you know, had a cocktail, and we played. And there wasn't a, that big a crowd. And the crowd that was there was definitely able to social distance at least. It was outdoor outdoors, so there was a yep. big big seating area. Um, and there was like an outdoor bar with one bartender who was wearing a mask. Um, so it was definitely very safe as far as COVID is concerned. Um, but I tell you, man, I didn't feel any sort of like needing time to warm up to get back to where I was before. It was just boom, instant, just came everything, like all the memories of the songs, all my, my motor functions, everything was just great. And my tone, I thought my tone was so good. And it's hard to say this without sounding like egotistical or conceited or whatever. But I just felt like while I was playing, I was like, damn, man, like, like I can play, man. I like, I'm a good player. Like I, cause I was just, I was, I was in the pocket. I was feeling it. My notes were great. Uh, you know, song note selection and everything. And I just really kind of loved listening to myself playing. I know that sounds a little masturbatory, but. No, but Hey, listen, you know, one thing I will say too is that when you have a professional sound crew, right, and they're mixing the band out front, and it's you know, that makes a big difference too. You know, when it sounds good, and you're playing, you're so much more inspired than if it sounds crappy. You know. Yeah, yeah, and just my my own tone coming out of amp, yeah, too. And uh, well, listen, like you said, you know, f- playing for as long as we have, you know, and you're a master of your instrument. So you can get the tone that you want and you can get it to sound the way you want because you know how to make it sound that way. And as far as playing the parts, 
you know, it hasn't been a decade since you've been on stage, you know, so it's, right. you know, it's months go by, but it's, you know, you usually pick up right where you left off is you don't really forget, you know, how to play, so to speak. But yeah, it's good to remind ourselves every now and again, like, hey, you know, that's, you know, like you actually impress yourself, you know, so that's a good thing because then it's like, you're, you know, you're in a good space where you're not just expecting to be awesome every time, you know? Yeah, that's what it felt like. It felt like well, I really just impressed myself. I was proud of myself for, for myself. I didn't go around like bragging about it. I just felt, it just felt good, man. Was, hey, do you know that part I just played? How good <laughs> I'm, Dude, come on. Like, I'm the beat here. I've like, I played yesterday. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, me too, Steve. Sure, how good that drum fill was. And we had a one had hand. A, we had a sub drummer, uh, but he's somebody I've worked with a lot, Josh Lee, and he's a solid player, great guy um, uh, from Baton Rouge, and uh, you know, all around great players. And Tracy's singing, just blowing it out. So, so good time. Um, I was and scheduled. Were you guys play. the only band on the venue, or was there other yeah. acts? It was just you guys. So only uh, uh, six thirty to ten, we played. We took one break for like half hour, I think. And is that venue like a, a bar? And they have it's an a bar. It's a bar slash restaurant. Yeah. And we were playing basically in the parking lot outside. That's cool. But it was set up, it was roped off. It had the nice stage. And the stage size was was good, too. And I had a lot of room. That that really helped to make me feel very comfortable. I just had That's a lot nice of room to kind of walk around. Yeah. Um, and then scheduled to play Be Suburban this Saturday at a place called Whiskey Cowboy, which we played at a couple months ago. However, I will not be playing because I will be going in for my second elbow surgery on Thursday. Wow, this Thursday, huh? Yes, two days from now. Um, I had a, a surgery in July, and it, it fixed a lot of stuff, and they put a piece of titanium in my elbow. I shattered my elbow in three places. so, uh, But I'm not able to rotate all the way and not able to extend the whole way. And the doctor says it's because there's this thing called heterotopic ossification, which is buildup of calcium, kind of buildup of bone in the tissue. And that he thinks that's preventing my range of motion or, or, or mm. you know, preventing some of my range of motion. So he wants to go in and take it out. So uh, since it's still COVID, since we're not playing full time, I figured let's just get it done. Yeah, let's now would be the good time to do it. Let's get it over with. So I'll be doing that Thursday and then I'll probably be out of it for a couple of days after that. So I definitely can't play on Saturday. Uh, but hoping that I'll be back for next week here. I might have to do everything left handed next week, but, you know. Small price to pay, right? For some wisdom, dude. There's no, there's no price too large to pay for wisdom. What are you talking about, man? You know, right. this is uh, wisdom hour here. Yes. So one twenty five, man. One twenty five, and uh, uh, yeah, we try to keep it at an hour. So I'm just going to put that up. Coverbandcheck.com. Go ah, sign up for a profile for you, your band, or both. It's free. And again, if you want to submit a video, see the coverbandcheck.com. Um, if you want to tip me or tip us paypal.me slash caravan central can always use uh, some extra funds oh we love tips yeah keep yes. rolling in and uh that's it i hope you guys like this video and for those of you who are listening on audio still you can check this out on facebook on the cover band central page in the group and also on our youtube channel uh cover band central uh just search it on youtube and you'll find it and thanks guys for watching and thanks for being a part of this and this is fun right we did good awesome this is great you kidding me Indoors too. I mean, twenty inches of snow outside. It's nice and warm inside here. All kinds of stuff going on. You got great weather by you, and life is good, Steve. 
Life is good. So thank you guys for watching, and we will see you next week. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.